0: Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover-to-Cover Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to Day 288 of Reading the Bible Cover-to-Cover Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for saving us through the sacrifice of your Son, Thank you that we can read about you and Jesus in your word. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 21. We read about the first Palm Sunday. One of my favorite verses is in the Amplified version, which says, Say to the daughter of Zion, inhabitants of Jerusalem, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and riding on a donkey and on a colt the foal of a donkey, a beast of burden. He who carried the burdens of the world rode on a beast of burden through the town of people who praised him. Jesus came to us in such a lowly manner, and he exited the world in the same way. A king who never lived with the comforts of a king, even though he was the greatest king who ever lived. The Pharisees were upset that people treated him with this kind of respect and worship. Jesus knew he would be killed by these people, and yet he continued to mingle with them and talk with them even this short week before his death. Next, Jesus talked about faith. He said, and whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith and really believing, you will receive. This is a powerful nugget of wisdom for us to meditate on today. Believe and you will receive. Then Jesus turned over tables in the synagogue because of all the buying, selling, and thievery. We serve a jealous God, and Jesus showed us his heart as he attempted to clear the house of worship of all the corruption. I wonder what he'd have to say about our churches today. May we have the integrity to affect whatever change needs to be made in our churches. Let's see what we can learn from Hebrews chapter 2. The author writes that we should not let the news of Jesus slip by unnoticed. There were people who actually saw Jesus heal, teach, and preach. God spoke about his beloved son after Jesus was baptized and while on the mountain with Peter, James, and John. So the people should recognize and believe that Jesus was the Messiah. Then he writes that we here on earth are just a little lower than angels. In verse 6, he poses the question, What is man that you are mindful of him? For the son of man that you graciously and helpfully care for and visit and look after him. Who are we that God would pay such pointed attention to? Well, we are his, made by him and made for him. The author also writes that Jesus was ranked lower than the angels for a little while until he experienced death for every person. Verse 16 says he was sent to help the descendants of Abraham to reach out to them, a helping and delivering hand. He was sent to experience what we experience so that he could become merciful and sympathetic as the high priest that he is. Verse 18 says, For because he himself in his humanity has suffered in being tempted, tested, and tried, he is able to immediately run to the cry of, assist, relieve those who are being tempted and tested and tried, and who therefore are being exposed to suffering. Jesus the compassionate comes to help us in our times of trials and temptations. The one who overcame death and overcame the enemy immediately runs to us when he hears our cry. Jesus is our teacher. His experience of defeating the enemy makes him the most equipped to help us. In fact, our passage says he immediately runs to our cry to assist us. This is a promise we can hang on to when we are going through difficulties and trials. Let's see what Jeremiah is prophesying in chapter 19. The Lord tells Jeremiah to get a clay vessel and bring some of the elders and priests out to Ben-Hinnon, which was a place they burned garbage. It was also the place where they burned children to sacrifice to other gods. This place will be renamed as the Valley of Slaughter due to the evil that will come upon them because of their worship to other gods and their disobedience. The Lord spews out all the things that will come upon them, including cannibalism. Then Jeremiah was to break the vessel to signify how God would break these people. Verse 15 says, All this will happen because they have stiffened their necks, refusing to hear my words. In chapter 20, we read about Jeremiah being badly beaten and put in stocks overnight. Peshur isn't a name of a person, but a title of someone. He was a priest, chief officer, and false prophet. His job was to keep the peace, and Jeremiah was disturbing it. So he tried to subdue him. However, it didn't work. Jeremiah prophesied against him, his family, and his friends. He would be taken captive and buried in Babylon. Then we read about Jeremiah's sadness and grief. He cannot keep silent because God's words are in his heart, but he settles into depression and writes about wishing he was never born. Jeremiah was a great prophet used by God to warn the people. He had a great call on his life, but it wasn't easy. We aren't promised easy when we offer to serve the Lord. May his strength hold us up when we get weary of the difficulties and suffering that go along with serving. May his joy fill our hearts even if the road is rocky. Well, let's see what we can learn from Psalm 107. Psalm 107 starts book five in the Psalms, the last book in Psalms. There are more varied Psalms in this book, and they all address different struggles. The common theme in this Psalm is the desire to have all people know God and turn to him. There are numerous references to this. Verses 8, 21, and 31 all say, Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord for his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. As we know, repetition is significant in the Bible, so we should pay attention. The psalmist also speaks to God's mighty nature. For example, the Lord hushes the storm to a whisper. God is mighty. He is also good, loving, and kind. Let us be mindful and revere the Lord our God. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for loving us so much that you gave your Son to save us. Thank you for your faithfulness to us. Father, help us look to you and not the world. Keep us seeking you and help us be obedient to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.